Hello and welcome to the Everlifting Podcast. You know, this episode is uh, something different than I first had intended because um, I actually want to do an episode together with um, uh, my good friend Emmanuel. And, um, well, he got sick. He's uh, in the hospital battling leukemia, so I guess that will have to wait. What I wanted to talk to him about was uh, how to train a world record holder in kettlebells. Because we actually did. Now, he's the head coach uh, in our team for uh, kettlebells. For kettlebell sport. Uh, But, of course, he helps out with other stuff as well. Weightlifting, powerlifting, doesn't matter. He knows that stuff too, of course. So anyway, shout out to him. You can go to his website. He's at uh, theolderavocado.wordpress.com. Check out his stuff. He's a very analytical guy. Has great articles there. He, I believe he has some uh, PDFs that you can buy. Uh, and uh, I believe he's also doing this Patreon stuff that I don't know anything about. Um, but yeah, uh, send him some love. Become a Patreon, whatever. Shoot him an email. I wish you a speedy recovery, brother. You're gonna kick out, no doubt. Okay, so instead, I decided to do an episode on uh, what is perhaps the most commonly asked uh, question that I get, at least, is uh, someone who wants to get into lifting, be it powerlifting, be it weightlifting, uh, you know, strongman, it could be anything. It could not even be for a sport. They just... Uh, don't want to do the machines or don't do want to just do the curls or whatever they want to get into serious lifting so that's what i want to cover today how do you get started what's a good path and uh, should you do five times five or what so who is this for um well i think it's personally for everyone or i don't think it is for everyone who wants to uh, get stronger build more muscle, get leaner, it doesn't matter. The thing is this, whatever you're trying to accomplish with your training and you're just starting out, you're too weak. Now, I'm not saying that to be mean. I'm not saying that to sound cocky or anything like that. It's a matter of fact. You're too weak if you're just starting out or haven't started out yet. Whatever you're trying to achieve... You're too weak because maximal strength is the mother quality. And if you haven't trained for maximal strength, then, well, it's going to be low in comparison. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean that uh, you need to go and max out every day, all day, for every purpose. That's not at all what I'm saying. I'm saying uh, get stronger in uh, the big basic exercises regardless if it's uh, for powerlifting, for weightlifting, or just for muscle building, it doesn't matter. I mean, even bodybuilders will say this. I mean, at least the smart ones. Arnold suggested, starting with the big basics, the squat, the bench, the rows, and so on. Arthur Jones, uh, credited as uh, the inventor of the exercise machines, which isn't true, but at least he popularized them. Um, Even he would say that uh, you start with your squats, with your uh, presses, with your, um, 
with your chins, your dips. That's it. And there's a reason that even the bodybuilders say this. It's because it's going to put on the most amount of muscle in the least amount of time. And it's going to build maximal strength. You can argue that, but, you know, um, the experience of from me and from hundreds, if not thousands, of other um, people suggest the same. So, you're not going to be the outlier. Go with the big basics. Now, what are the big basics, you might ask? Well, as I said, squat, it's mandatory. Uh, deadlift, perhaps, you might want to do. Bench press, or... If you don't want to bench press, you can overhead press, you can do uh, dips, some sort of big pull for the upper body, chin-ups, uh, pull-ups. If you can't do those, you might want to do lat pull-downs, uh, rows, you need to do rows, bent over row, it's a good exercise. You can even use a cable machine, it's fine. So those are the ones to start with. I even suggest you don't need to start with a lot of exercise. You could start with as few as four. Four, six. Big exercises. Arnold had what he called the big six. Put it in your Google machine and you'll find out. Just big exercises that all together cover the entire body. Don't go in a complicated split. Don't do any weird arm day or anything like that. That's not for you. At least not right now. Actually, it's not for most people, but definitely not for you if you're starting out. Do all the exercises the same day. That's a good start. And speaking of that, uh, the body part splits and all that jazz, stay away from anything that looks complicated. Again, that's not to talk down to you in any way. It's not for you. The reason is this. When you start out... Anything and everything will make you stronger. So don't go into a weird program with complicated percentages and periodization. It's a complete waste of time. In fact, it will probably be worse for you. Because when you're at the beginner stage, when everything makes you stronger, you're going to make the fastest progress in your life. I guarantee you. If you do it correctly you will basically be able to add weight to the bar every week. You will get stronger every week. <laughs> now, that will not happen later on. Later on, when you're well into this, you might wait a year for a PR in a specific lift. So take advantage of this. You're going to regret it if you don't. Make sure that you're not doing anything complicated. You just take something, take a program, um, and I'm going to give you some suggestions, but take a program that's very, very basic. At this point in time, that's going to be the most useful for you. I guarantee you. So don't Google what's the new hip powerlifting program or weightlifting program. It's a complete waste of time. Now, I also want to talk about something else that I feel uh, very few people talk about, and it's uh, the concept of uh, skill versus strength. This was a big aha moment for me. You can either practice a lift 
or you can train the body to be stronger. These are two different things. Now, for some people, especially beginners, practicing a lift will make you stronger. So that's fine. For you who are starting out, this is number one. Because your technique is going to be horrible. I guarantee you. And that's fine. We all start that way. So you need to practice the lifts. Now, what's the difference here between the skill and the strength? And the practice and the training? Well, when you practice, when developing skill, basically you want to think in terms of practice rather than training. So you're not taking all-out sets, going crazy, bananas with that. You don't need to do that right now. Learn the big basics. So in the squat, for example, you could squat easily three times per week. Fuck what everyone says about, no, you can only squat once or twice a week. It's pure bullshit. If you're treating the training as practice, you go in and squat every session. That doesn't mean that you kill yourself in the squat and like, oh, I had leg day, I can't walk. No, no, no. Then you did it wrong. You go in and you practice and over the coming weeks, your uh, technique will be, be getting better. The neural connections will uh, have been strengthened. And since you're early on in your uh, uh, lifting journey, you will actually have been gotten quite a bit stronger as well. So... Work up to a weight and do maybe two, three sets of squats. Switch exercise. If you want to get adventurous, you can do maybe four sets, but be sure to not overdo it. Practice. Don't train. This goes for all the big basic lifts to begin with. It's by far the safest way to do it. It's by far the best long-term way to do it. And you will get us strong as quickly as any other way. There is no downside. Just practice. Now, practice doesn't necessarily mean that you're squatting broomsticks. That's a complete waste of time unless you're very weak. Um, which is fine. If you're weak, you start there. But um, no, you want to squat at weights where you need to struggle a bit. But your form doesn't break down too much. Now, if you're starting out, you're probably uh, not capable of knowing what good form is, but let's put it this way. If you feel confident with the weight, it's good. If you don't feel confident with the weight and you don't have a trainer there to tell you if it looks good or not, then don't take it. That's the easiest way to do it, to determine it by yourself. So for a few weeks, you'll get, you will practice these big lifts and you will get stronger and you will get better. Your skill will improve and your strength will improve. These are the two factors, skill and strength. Both will improve. And yes, you will get more muscle and all, all that jazz. Don't worry about it. If you, if you live near a, a, a weightlifter or a powerlifting club or basically a club instead of a mainstream gym, I definitely, I mean, I, I can't stress enough how much I suggest you go there instead of a mainstream gym. The reasons are so many. But 
and I'm going to talk for where I am now. And when I say that, I don't mean the club I'm at. I mean uh, uh, the country or the part of the world, which is Sweden. Um, first of all, the clubs are usually cheaper to join than uh, mainstream gyms. Uh, second of all, um, the atmosphere is completely different. And that's the main point. You will find people who have similar goals to you that will be willing to share knowledge and to help you out. It's not a weird thing to be in a club and ask someone to spot you in the bench press. It's completely fine. You can walk up to any person that you don't know and say, hey, I need a spot, can you help me? And what's more is that they are likely... Uh, more experienced in doing that so it's a lot safer as well because they've spotted hundreds or thousands of times and uh, you might you could walk up to someone and say hey can you check my squat technique okay if you do that in a mainstream gym i'm not saying that there aren't people that are willing to help you but uh, it's going to be a different animal because some are like yeah what does this even mean in a club they know what it's all about and they know what it's like to start out and they might be able to give you a lot of valuable advice so definitely join a club if you want to be a lifter should you uh, make use of a trainer well i don't know maybe depends if you're starting weightlifting i definitely suggest so because you're going to make all kinds of mistakes that you have no about, no idea that you're making even if you've looked at all the videos on YouTube and keep in mind that most of the videos there on weightlifting are not good to begin with, even the popular ones. So um, if you can find a good weightlifting trainer, and of course you won't be able to know if he's good or not, so that's, or she, can be any gender of course. Um, so that's a big um, <laughs> caveat. You have uh, no idea, but that's guesswork i suppose if you have a lot of trainers around you then you can basically see who who have they trained who are they who did they train uh my weightlifting uh, trainer uh, was in bulgaria it's slatan uh, vanov he's three-time world champion he's uh, he trained the olympic medalists i know what he says it's probably a good idea to listen to him so that's where I come from. If you find Joe Blow on the corner, you have no idea who it is. So, um, but it's tough, man. It depends on where you live and uh, what you're willing to uh, do to um, be with a, a specific trainer. I mean, there are other options. If, if you don't live nearby a, a particular trainer or you could... Uh, Maybe it's just a one-hour or two-hour drive. Well, that's too much to go train with every day, but maybe you can go there on Saturdays or whatever. Perhaps you can even join training camps. We do uh, training camps in Bulgaria. You're free to come anytime. Just let me know. But uh, yeah, there are several options. But for weightlifters especially, I suggest finding a coach if you can. I'm not going to say that it's some mystical, magical art that it's impossible to learn by yourself, like some people suggest. That's utter bullshit and nothing else. But you're going to make a lot of mistakes and uh, you're going to have difficulties if you try to do it on your own. And uh, 
you're going to ingrain bad habits that's, that you want to get rid of later that are tough to get rid of once they are ingrained. Because that's what it's about. You want to make the movement automatic. And once it becomes automatic, it's different to get rid of that. For powerlifters, it's uh, easier. I'm uh, largely self-taught when it comes to powerlifting. Uh, I did get a lot of uh, my technical stuff from Boris Shako. And I agree a lot with uh, his technical execution of the lifts. Um, I also picked up a lot from the internet. And it's it's just a less complicated sport. And the lifts are less complicated. And they are basically the lifts you should do if you don't train for powerlifting or weightlifting even. The, or if you're not training for any sport. You, I mean, there's, there's not much that's more valuable than the squat bench and deadlift so uh, if you're just training for strength and muscle mass you should still learn them and uh, but make sure that you look into how to uh, execute them correctly you will be able to find a lot of good info on that Um, I'm gonna throw some names out there I did an episode or I did two episodes of this podcast with Dave Tate and if you haven't looked into his stuff man you are missing out uh, go to his website, Elite FTS. There's so much knowledge on how to do uh, the lifts. Um, or just Google him or whatever. Another good uh, source would be someone like Mark Bell. He has a bunch of videos out there on how to do the lifts. I think one really underappreciated uh, technical instructor, so to speak, would be Pavel Tatsulin. Now you can agree with Pavel's views on training or disagree with him. I don't care. But if you look into a book like uh, Deadlift Dynamite that he did with Andy Bolton, it's not about the deadlift only. It's about um, all the power lifts. You'll find great instructions in there, for instance, on how to do the lifts. And you will find that a lot of people, whether it's powerlifting or weightlifting or just lifting in general, you will find that a lot of people tell you, give you different uh, cues on how to do the lifts. That's fine. We all have different opinions on how they should be done. Should you stand wide? Should you stand close? Whatever. Should you sit back? Should you sit straight down? Well, those are details. Pick someone that knows what they're talking about and follow that person's guidelines. And you'll probably be fine. When it comes to technique, I also suggest that you video yourself um, because your body might not be doing what you think it's doing. A perfect example of this is um, actually uh, occurred yesterday. I was with uh, one of my power lifters and she's a very accomplished one at that. She's competed in- internationally and uh, she's a, a national champion. So she's a very good power lifter. And we were doing bench press and uh, she was crooked. Her, or her feet were um, uh, uneven significantly. And I told her to move one of her feet. And uh, of course, there's, that's what I'm there for, to tell her stuff like that. And uh, of course she did it. She did the bench and yeah, it was fine. But the thing is this, she said immediately, oh, I feel so crooked when I put the foot there. Yeah, but you were crooked before. You feel crooked because your body is is uneven. 
So she wouldn't have picked up on that if I wasn't there or she didn't make a video or whatever. So if you're not training with someone who knows what to look for, make videos. And uh, it's so easy today with a smartphone. You're not going to need to bring a camera to the gym or anything. So just record with your phone and uh, then compare it to what you see in the books or in the uh, YouTube videos or wherever you get your information from. It's very easy. It takes no extra time whatsoever. Okay, so you know that you should be careful with your technique. You know that you should practice your lifting. Uh, you might have found a good resource uh, for good videos or... Uh, with technical instruction or a good book or whatever. And with that, perhaps you found a program. And if there is a program there, you make sure it doesn't look complicated because then it's not for you. We've already covered that. You should be concerned with, like I said, the big basic lifts. Think in terms of uh, squats, push and pull. Now, this is not something I just made up. That's like the oldest split in the book. Some will say legs push-pull. I say squat because I feel it's that important. So you don't sit there doing leg extensions instead because it's not going to give you the same results. So you're going to focus on learning the squat. What are some good squats? You have the back squat or you have the front squat? Yes, yes, I've talked a lot about the box squat or stuff like that in the past, but starting out... These are the basic ones. You could start with a box squat. It's fine. Anything weirder than that, it might have great value for someone else. But it's not for you right now. I suggest the regular squat or uh, the front squat. What these will do is they will put on muscle mass, they will make you stronger, and they will make you more flexible. It's a sort of loaded stretching, if you want to call it that. So look into how to do front squats or squats. Some people call it the back squat, but whatever. Okay, for pushing, what do we have? We have the bench press or we have the uh, press. Now people are confused whenever I say press. What press? Well, the, the press. It was, it was an Olympic event for a long time. So, you know, it's the press. You might know it as the military press or the overhead press. I, you can call it whatever you want. I don't care. Uh, but it's the press, press overhead, preferably with a barbell. So you have the bench press or you have the overhead press. Those are good suggestions. There's a third one, uh, dips. Pick any one of those three. You could even pick two, if, two of the three if you want. But start out with one or two of those. For pulling... I think the deadlift does a lot of good uh, for a lot of people, for most people. Um, you need to be careful learning it. I strongly suggest you video yourself learning it, even if you think you're doing the right thing. But at the same time, I don't think you should be as, fr as afraid of it as uh, some people suggest that you should be. But be careful with it still. I mean, it is. it can be tough on your back. So uh, be sure to look into how, how to learn it. But it's a great exercise for anyone. Even someone like Mike Mentzer, the old bodybuilder, said that you should fall in love with this exercise. And I agree. I mean, it's um, it builds... Uh, very strong muscles and it builds the entire uh, backside of your body which is um, extremely important 
Anything more for pulling? Well, yes. Uh, I don't think the deadlift covers uh, the entire body well enough. It covers a lot, but I think that you should do some sort of rowing or chinning, or both. Now, here's my personal preference for uh, my lifters and my athletes, and actually even um, for uh, other clients as well. I think that for most people, you should do some sort of pulling every session, unless they're extremely consistent. Uh, but even then, I think, uh, when, and when I say extremely consistent, I mean with training, uh, that they're not going to miss their sessions where the pulling is there, they're not going to skimp on, on the pulling. But even then, I feel that it's valuable to add it every session. It does wonders for shoulders, for uh, posture, for anything. And if you train it that often, you don't you don't need to do as much every time. And you can rot you can rotate exercises. Then you can have, uh, for instance, some sort of chinning one one day, and you can have um, some sort of rowing the next day. Okay. So what are some good examples of this? Okay. So I covered some of these before. So bent over row, chins, pull ups, cable rows, also good. You can do dumbbell rowing as well. It's good stuff. So you got these three categories. Pick one or two from each. You only need one type of squat, but you, you could rotate with another if you want. And practice these things, um, I'd say at least twice a week to begin with, preferably three. I don't think more is needed, to be honest, for a beginner. So two or three times per week is, uh, is my suggestion. And it's more important that you keep doing it than that you kill yourself every session or that you do eight times one week and uh, just once next week. Just keep the two or three times per week. Do it for a month or two. You will, and just practice. Don't go crazy with the weights. And when I say don't go crazy with the weights, I'm gonna put in some slight criticism on, um, on, very, on a very popular type of beginner program. It's not so much critique of the program uh, as it is of uh, how it's implemented by people. So something like five times five or whatever, there are some millions way. There's a million ways to do it. It's great. It's gonna work. Now here's what I see happen a lot of times that you must avoid. These programs suggest that you should uh, add weight to the bar every week and you will probably be able to do that and that's great if you can add weight but here's the thing you will see people squat higher and higher because the weight gets put on the bar too fast so what started below parallel end up being a quarter squat and that's uh, that's straight up dangerous for uh, beginners you want to squat deep don't let anyone tell you anything differently. And the reason you're not squatting deep anymore after a few weeks is because it's too heavy for you. Same with the bench press. You will see technical issues appear. Shoulders flying out of... Uh, flying seemingly <laughs> straight up in the air and shit like that. It's very dangerous. Don't go to the point where you can't be technically safe with the exercises. Because if you do, you're not getting stronger in the right way because you're not training uh, the motor units required to keep uh, the tension where it should be 
uh, for proper te technique and your skill is not improving because you're ingraining a bad technique. It's, it's stay away from it. If you can't execute the lifts properly, lower the weight. It might be hurtful and damaging to your ego, but hey man, suck it up. Because you will thank me in the long run. You'll see beginners get injured after one or two months of training. Like, how can you be injured? You shouldn't be injured now. You should be getting stronger and bigger or whatever you want to be. It's because they do these things. They keep adding weight every session. Be very careful when doing that. If technique breaks down, you're done. Now, the rep range itself is, uh, and the volume is... Um, is solid suggestion five times five is a good suggestion that's 25 solid reps um i think it might be a little bit too much um to be honest you don't need to do that much you could easily get away with uh, doing just uh, three sets not counting warm-ups or even two sets three sets is a good starting point you could go a little bit higher in the reps six to ten reps it's um very good for ingraining something, but you also need to be a little bit careful when, when doing such high reps because um, your technique is likely to break down during the set. So oftentimes what I have uh, people do when I coach them or train them directly um, and they're learning is I might have them do 10 sets of one, 10 sets of two. Because after each set of one or two reps, I can give them instructions. Okay, you need to do this and this. You need to uh, tighten up your upper back or whatever it may be. You, and I can't do that if I do two sets of 10 instead of 10 sets of two. So, and you, your head gets a break as well. And you get a, um, get a little break where you reflect on what you're doing. So uh, for skill development, it's... Um, uh, it's very good. So that's something you might want to try. And instead of doing um, four sets of five, you can do ten sets of two. It's the same volume. It's not going to have the exact same effect. But right now, as I said before, everything makes you stronger. So it doesn't matter. Uh, and your technique will thank you. So um, there are many ways to skin a cat. The point being, don't train in a way that your technique breaks down the number one thing right now is to solidify your technique it doesn't matter if you're getting into weightlifting powerlifting strongman crossfit um, or just regular lifting to get stronger uh, bigger leaner whatever it does not matter your goal right now is to solidify technique then everything changes then you're gonna push yourself i'm all for that maximum effort i'm all for that but right now, that's not what you want to do. Right now, you want to focus on technique. So I know what you're thinking. What beginner program should I do? Well, damn, I don't know. I've been for ages thinking about uh, making one because I'm not really satisfied with any of them that are out there. But uh, I'm not going to say that they're bad for you or anything like that. They've worked for a lot of people. So just... Pick one where it suggests you do few exercises where you don't split your body in any weird way into arms and calves day or um, where there's any kind of complicated periodization and you're probably good to go. 
if you just want to try and freestyle it, pick uh, from the exercise groups that I suggested, the squats, push, pull, and uh, pick a total of four to six exercises. Do them two to three times per week for a few sets and you're probably good to go and stop if technique breaks down. It's not more complicated than that, to be honest. And uh, add weight when you can, of course. That's that's the goal. Uh, you need to add weight to, to to the barbell. That's that's the goal, man. So now, before everyone thinks I shit on these programs where they suggest you add weight to the bar every week, I'm not. They're great. It's just you need to be critical of yourself. And actually, some people putting these programs out, they will tell you that you should uh, stop if technique breaks down and don't add weight and stuff like that if technique breaks down. So it's more a user issue, so to speak. So you can definitely apply that uh, right away if you want to. I think it's more useful to use a little bit higher frequency. That's my opinion. Because uh, it will be better for learning a skill that's uh, demonstrated scientifically over and over. But after your technique is established, go right ahead, jump into these programs. Still be careful when technique breaks down, but sure, go right ahead. Go into the what's called a linear type uh, periodization where you want to add weight every week. That's great, man. You, you're going to make great gains. But there are many ways. I mean, so these suggestions are just for the pure beginner lifter. If, if you have a better technique, then you can try any program you want right? And of course, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that you have a world-class squat technique after four to five weeks of practicing a lift. That's not how it happens. You will often see uh, even elite competitive lifters uh, modify their technique years into training, years into competing. So you're not going to be perfect when it comes to this. This is just to get you started to start training, so to speak. Okay, I want to bring up something about weightlifting. And because there things change quite a bit, I feel. I think you can definitely uh, practice it more than three times per week. I think you definitely should if you can. Let's put it this way. The kids that Slatan uh, Banov trains in Bulgaria, they will train twice per day. And I have been there, I have helped teach these kids. And you, what you will see is they will not have a program. If you've read in a book that, oh, Bulgarian weightlifters, they do four sets of five one day. No, that's, that's not how the training works there usually. They might do snatches for one hour. Just practice, 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 practice over and over. How many reps per set? I don't know. Depends. How many sets? Who counts? Because weightlifting is such a high skill sport in comparison, that's how you need to go about it. So it's over and over and over. Of course, also squats for the strength and so on. But yeah, things change a bit when you when you get into uh, if you want to get into weightlifting. Just keep that in mind. But hopefully, you found a coach that can help you with that. So. So that's it for this episode. Uh, I hope um, it answered some of your questions. 
If you have any more, you can always email me. I respond to anything that's not uh, blatant spam, so uh, just shoot me an email. If you want me to write an in-depth article on this, then let me know. I will. And I will be back again soon. See you. Out. Ciao.